Hello, friends, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is your host, Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, a speaker, a best-selling author of the book, U-Turn. Get unstuck, discover your direction, design your dream career. And I created the U-Turn book and the podcast as a place to help you connect to who you truly are at your core. And that's why every single week, I want to bring a guest on with the intention of helping you expand what's possible for you, both in your confidence, whether it's in work or love, and just in life in general. So let's get into this week's episode. U-Turn friends, it's Ashley Stahl here, and I'm so excited to bring someone back onto the show after they really elevated me, and I'm sure you too, and it's Suzanne Adams, and she is the author of Quantum Vibes. Um, She has so much work that you can tune into just about raising your vibration, just with the TEDx that's reached almost 3 million people. So she is a very talented speaker. Um, She has another book called Girl Awakened, um, trainings on her website, mindset tools, the list goes on. So today we're going to talk about how you can get your vibes up. We talked about this before and there's so much more we can cover now. And actually this is the perfect timing for this episode because I'm having one of those days where I'm not in negative vibes by any mean, but I'm just tired, like Mm -hmm. low energy. And I think that so many people can relate to that. And I feel like you're a human first and foremost, you're in this meat suit that we're all wearing, no matter what magical Mm -hmm. powers you have. So welcome to the show. I want to talk about how to get out of that slump energy and so much more. Um, Thanks for taking the time. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here again. And I loved our first conversation. I'm so excited to dive into this one. And this is one of my favorite things to talk about is, you know, I started kind of the the term turn up your vibes a, a while back is like, you know, even in my TED talk, I say, where are you going to turn it up? And I think that I, I believe we touched on this last time, how there's this um, idea in the personal development world that you either have to be high vibe all Mm -hmm. the time, or you're not quote unquote manifesting, or you're not doing life right. And I completely disagree with that. Mm. I I believe that we have to let ourselves process human emotions. Yeah. And so there is this way of like, if you're, there's lethargic, tired energy that comes in a moment. And then there's where you stay flatlined down in that low vibrational place. Mm. And that's not what we want. And right. so, you know, if we, we want to ha- take a second. And so like you said, you're just feeling tired. Tell me a little bit more about what's happening with you. And we'll just use that as an example if you want. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have been really into this new Norwegian mur- murder mystery show. So true life. I, um, <laughs> I don't watch scary movies or TV because I literally. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. But now that I have a new partner, it's been a few months we've been together. I'm like, okay, I'm not scared to go to sleep because there's someone next to me a lot of the time. Uh-huh. So now I'm feeling more, more bold. And it's like I've lifted up the lid of all these murder mystery shows that I never watched that people talk about. So I'm watching this Norwegian show called Wisting, and it's so good, murder mystery. And I can't go to sleep because not because I'm scared, but because I can't stop watching. And so I've been waking up early for my work day, going to bed late. Um, it's a bad decision. It's not one that I make often, but I just so happened to get stuck into it last night and I just woke up exhausted. Um, and I looked at my calendar. And I'm like, thank God I have Susan as an interview. What a perfect person. 
Um, but I think a lot of people get stuck in this and maybe they're not even staying up late, right? Like they're just like working their job. They have their partner, they have their kid, they have all these responsibilities. So I like what you said about not living in the tired. Um, so yeah, I guess I can be the sacrificial lamb (laughs) example here. (laughs) Okay. First of all, I have to say that on our last interview, we both talked about we were going to manifest love and you said you have a partner and I am also in love and have a boyfriend now. So this is so, such a fun so funky moment. Yes. So it's where the conversation we had spurred something. So everyone looking for love, go listen to that conversation that we had. Um, And then you said something interesting about you normally don't let yourself watch these kind of things because you take it on, but you felt, you know, you felt a new safety or you felt a new idea. And so you did. And so here's the thing about energy and energetics that most people don't understand. Anything we're watching, there is like a contagion that comes through the TV, that comes through the frequency. And some of us more sensitive souls um, that feel energy more than others it can be damaging. Um, I'm the same. Like also just for anyone that's ever, if you've ever binged a Netflix series or you've ever been something, do you ever have dreams about the characters? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So that just goes to show you the programming that's happening. It's because you watch so much of it. And now in your dreams, your subconscious, you're dreaming about the characters. And so this is what we want to bring to awareness, like what we're letting in our space, what we're letting in our frequency, what we're letting in our energetic field. So to turn up your vibration, you got to think about, okay, so is the TV that I'm watching high vibe? Like it does limit you. I'm not going to lie because, but, it, but also it's, it's good to do other productive things with your time too. Yeah. So like, and not to stay up all night, like, cause you can get very addicted when you're watching a show and then the next one comes on and then the next yeah. one comes on. And then next thing you know, it's like 1am and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to go to bed. Yep. That so, was last night. <laughs> yeah. And so now you're feeling tired. And so sometimes we just need things like that to remind us. And then it's like, maybe that's a show that you watch in an afternoon on a weekend, or maybe it's a show that you just don't watch, but we have to, to really look at like what we're letting in our world. Let me give you some other examples. Um, like me before I was really awakened before I understood these conversations, I would be at different dinner tables or in different conversations. And the gossip would be like a big theme. And it started to not feel good to me. Whereas in the past I had probably partaken in it just because that was all I knew. And it started to feel really dense. And so I would start saying at dinner conversations, like, why don't we play a game where we try not to talk about anyone (laughs) and see what happens? And (laughs) it very quickly showed me like who I wanted to continue to go to dinner with. And it's like a lot of times we need to do this in life. It's like, look at the conversations, the places, the spaces that are helping us to turn up a vibration And then pull in that and activate more of that and kind of ride our way up the Hertz vibration scale, uh, which I talk about in Quantum Vibes as well as in my TEDx talk about really activating that love frequency more in your life in all areas, through friendships, through work, through romance, through all of it. I love what you're sharing. And I have so many questions about just vibes and vibrations and energy and in general. Number one is um, there's a friend that I have and like verbally her words are really beautiful. She's like such a great woman. And whenever I leave her, I feel so negative. I feel so down. Um, can you talk about this kind of phenomenon where maybe some people who are listening, they have that friend where they love that friend and they're a good person, but they actually feel tired from them. Um, what is that actually about and what's beneath that? 
Yeah. So if that happens, this is where we got to create awareness about how we're feeling. And so this person obviously isn't intentionally doing this most likely. And so if so, if you notice that you feel tired every single time you're around someone, then probably energetically, they it's it's harder for you to be around. It's it's like there's I don't want to use the word like vampire, but that's what some people use as like an energy vampire. I don't love that word, but I think like just if you think of someone like a vacuum of like sucking up your energy, they're most likely not even conscious that they're doing it. But that's when you just have to to realize it and put a boundary and. Stop being around people that you feel that way for a little while and see if it makes a difference. And then maybe, you know, maybe there's a different scenario. Like every time you're around that person, you're also around another person. Or every time you're around that person, there's also something else that could be causing it. But we usually when that happens, it's like, okay, I'm just going to take a 30-day detox and try to give yourself a little spaciousness and set set some boundaries and see if you feel a little bit better. Mm, I love that. Okay. And I also think there's like, a certain heaviness that sometimes we feel within ourselves. Like for example, maybe somebody feels like they don't have anything exciting or big going on. Like we just had a new year. And I feel like sometimes it's tempting, especially in our career or with our goals to feel like, man, like we don't have anything exciting. Like, do we need to come up with something really big to be working on? Like, let's say your job is is just fine. And I'm not talking about the kind of fine where you're in a lot of pain and you're saying you're fine. I'm saying like, you're just in the dailies. You're moving along. Nothing's bad. Nothing's wildly good. You're just in life. And I feel like there's sometimes this pressure, especially when it comes to talking about energy to be like, Mm -hmm. let's get those vibes up, you know, like, (laughs) Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yes, I agree it's with like, you. It's like, what do we do when we kind of, I don't know, I think there's this narrative that we might have in our head that it's not fine to be fine or that life isn't allowed to just be kind of like humming along. So curious what your opinion or take is on that. Yeah. So I think we're going to get out of life what we desire to get out of life and what we plug into. And so there are seasons in life. And, you know, I talk about kind of when you think about the Hertz vibration scale, which talks about the measurements of shame, grief, fear, joy, it's all of the frequencies. And so what you're talking about is someone just kind of being in that willingness, acceptance that, you know, like you said, fine, not not over the top and not not is more neutral, more of a neutral frequency. And I think that that's up to each individual person. So I believe that we each have a unique soul blueprint and your unique soul blueprint is going to guide you. Most people don't listen to it because it involves overriding your logical mind over and over. Our heart is guiding us and and it's telling us things that don't make sense to the logical mind. And most people fall prey to the logical mind. And again, this is, these are the kind of things I talk about in quantum vibes. But when you think about that neutrality of just being fine, it's like you get to make a choice. And so do you want this year to feel exciting? And do you want it to feel above average or do you want it to feel fine? Because if you want it to feel fine and that's how you are, great. But just know when you go to the above average, there's duality. And so when you're going for that greatness, you're going to have moments where you have to cleanse all the things that are in the way of it. And that's where people usually stop is like they get to that uh uh-oh moment or they get to that moment where their mind is telling them they're crazy for what they're going for. And they start thinking, who am I to do this? I shouldn't have done it. And they plug back into backward momentum instead of plugging into momentum in the right way. And so an exercise or an idea I have for someone that's just feeling fine or for someone that's really for anyone is to think of what would be 33 things this year that would 
feel amazing to you to do. And they mm-hmm. can be big and small. So I call this a joy list. And last year I wrote on my joy list and all kind of things started dropping in out of the woodworks. And it was right. so amazing. I've got to do mine for this year. I still haven't. Um, but I did like, to, I, I think I had almost a hundred. I think if you can start with 33, I just like the number 33. So that's why I say that, but you could pick a number and you start to think, okay, if I could wave a magic wand and anything could happen this year, where would I want to go on vacation? What, what are some experiences? Like, I'll give you a couple of mine from last year. So like last year I said, I do a family ski trip with my family every year. And I was like, I would love to have a friend ski trip. And I ended up having two friend ski trips that dropped in out of nowhere. I wanted to do a, like a really amazing rose petal bath somewhere. And I ended up going on this day retreat and it was this outdoor bathtub that overlooked one of the most beautiful mountain vistas. I have the photo on my Instagram. You can see it and had all these like rose petal baths. And I was like, each time I was like, oh, like I'm checking something off my joy list. I was like, I want to go explore. I want to explore Europe. I want to explore. I can't even remember the places that I said, but I ended up going to all three of them. Where did I go this summer? Italy. um, Gosh, I'm like France, Provence and Spain. And I would literally was like, I want to explore Europe. And I started listing out those things. And then there's little things like here's one I did not do is I wanted to eat at a couple Michelin star restaurants. And I didn't do that. Um, I wanted to have ex- explore deeper, more meaningful relationships with my girlfriends, things like that. And so it's like you start creating intentionality around and you just put it on a list. And what you're doing is you're beginning to activate the manifesting process because you're you're creating clarity and you're creating intentions and you're programming your subconscious mind in that direction. I love that. And I I know that a lot of people, you kind of touched on this idea of becoming an energy match, expanding your vision. Um, And a lot of the energy work is around discovering your life purpose. And I feel like a lot of people are limiting themselves because they don't even know what's possible. Their vibes are really keeping them back from even tuning in to a much bigger reality, a much more exciting life, whether they want to have one or not. Because I fully believe sometimes the real work is self-acceptance and not visioning yourself into somewhere that's not here, right? Like I find that especially in the spiritual space and the personal development world, sometimes visioning becomes so common that it's almost like a way of subconsciously telling ourselves that right here isn't enough. So I feel Mm -hmm. like it's such such a balance. But what would you have to say for someone who wants to be expanding? They want to be... um seeing more for themselves, but they're feeling really limited in their life purpose. They're energetically feeling really, maybe they don't feel low, but they don't feel high. Like what are some ways to make that shift? When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental health and your physical health. Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Formulated with their trinity of ingredients, a blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, functional mushrooms, and adaptogens, Serenity Gummies are your answer to finding the calm in every storm. I've been so excited about Cured. They want you to feel good about feeling good. So they took their time in really formulating these Serenity gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and they replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their clean label wellnessy word. When I'm relaxed, I perform better and I make better decisions in my work and overall my life. I just started taking these Serenity gummies and I find that in moments that I would normally stress out, I feel somehow calm and collected. 
Each gummy is packed with ashwagandha, a medicinal herb for fatigue, L-theanine, which supports stress relief, reishi, an adaptogenic stress buster, and so much more. Right now, Curate is extending an exclusive offer to the U-Turn community. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting curednutrition.com slash U-Turn. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition, N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N and use the coupon code U-Turn at checkout to save that 20%. Protect your peace, grab a gummy. The, ba- the the first thing that's coming up is looking at who they're surrounding themselves with, because it is true that when you're sur- when you're hanging out with a bunch of people dreaming big, you're naturally going to want to dream bigger. And if you're hanging out with people telling you to be realistic and telling you, like, why would you do that and telling you to pl- really play small, it is going to matter, especially if you're in the beginning of this process. And the way that intuition works and the way that your unique soul blueprint works, it's like you're going to find clarity. It's not always going to make sense. It's like you're going to feel in your heart that you should read this book or that you should listen to this podcast or that you should go on this retreat. And it may not make sense. And so you either follow it and see what magic is unveiled or you go back to just your normal routine. And so it's like, if you're feeling stuck, you've got to look at what is your part in this. And so it's like radical self-responsibility of, where do I need to lead myself into more high, high vibrational conversations? Where do I need to have gratitude for what's working? Where do I need to really acknowledge myself? And where do I need to find people that can show me of evidence of what I desire as possible and it's happening? And I mean, there's so many tools. There's so many teachers. There's so many experiences. It's like you find who, who activates you and what you resonate with. And you just begin to learn from them, even if it's just listening to YouTube or listening to these conversations or reading a book and then taking the action. Most people, I loved what you said about the constant visioning to where, you know, where you are now isn't enough. It's like we have to to balance this frequency into both feet on the ground, being so happy with everything that's in front of us. And then like hands, heart wide open to the sky, ready for what's next. It's like we're constantly in this growth and evolution over every next breath. And we're happy. I think it's Abraham Hicks that says, be happy for what is and excited about where you're going. You know, it's like that frequency of really being able to be in that. And then not only visioning, but but taking the grounded action because so many people have these big visions and then they think they're just going to draw them in on their meditation pillow, which can happen. But usually it's like you have the big vision and then you get the idea to do this or the inspiration to, to do this. And it's a, you have to you have to take the, the practical action with the, the expanded energetics. Okay. So speaking of visions, I feel like one thing that I've started to have a lot of respect for is someone who is flexible and open and willing to be in the unknown. They don't necessarily have a vision. I feel like this could be frowned upon, right? Like where you're visionless, you're just like open to whatever happens. But I also feel like there's a power of being like, you know, I'm in the unknown. I'm doing this thing. I'm on purpose with what I'm doing right now. And I don't know what's next. And I'm not going to create a tight vision that restricts me from all the options that could come my way. Um, What would be your response to living in that way? Because I think manifestation is so much so, and your vibrations that you talk about and your vibes, I think it's so much so about having that vision. Um, Yeah. I'm just curious what your take would be on that. So I actually believe the magic is in the unknown. When when, when it's known, it's predictable. And when it's known, it means it's probably happened before. And so the magic is in 
you open up your intuitive channels and you let your soul show you a vision of maybe you're, you know, you're speaking on the stage, you're writing the book, you're starting your own business, you're falling madly in love, you are receiving more money than you've ever received. And it doesn't have to be so detailed. And so it's like, you want to, you know, I believe there's an infinite field of, of infinite possibilities called the quantum field. I write about this in my book. There's a whole, a lot of way, a lot of ways about how to connect to and what to do. In the quantum field, it's more of a frequency. And so there's not, you don't want to have an aimless vision, but it is unknown. And so you know how you want to feel. You know that you want to feel expanded. You want to know that you want to feel seen. You want to feel loved. You want to feel abundant. You want to feel activated. You want to feel happy. You want to feel passionate. You know, we could go on and on. And so it's like you start to look at what it is that you want to feel and you begin to plug into that in the quantum field. And then you look as everything around you changes because you're holding the frequency and you're an energetic match to that, but you might not know. And so I can give you so many examples. Like here's a perfect example. You know, I have a background where I was in sales. I did corporate training. Uh, I I understand corporation, corporate energy very much. I'm also obviously very open, very spiritual, like host retreats in Sedona and go and do corporate trainings. And so it's that works for my unique blueprint, which I could have never planned out. And right. so when I think about like some of my amazing corporate clients and the way that they found me, it wasn't like it, I knew I wanted to attract corporate clients, CEOs, execs. I knew I could could touch that group of people, but I had no idea how. And so like, for example, one of, one of my corporate clients that he has about 500 employees and I sat next to him on an airplane. I was actually like working on my book. He starts reading my book and he's like, did I just see the word quantum? And we start having a conversation and then, you know, boom, he ends up booking on as a client. Another client saw my TEDx talk and messaged me out of nowhere. He's been a corporate client, has five companies, some have billions of dollars of assets. And he literally like queried me on my website. I just saw your TEDx. I would love to have a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And so it's things like this that we can't necessarily plan, but we know the way we want to feel. We know the desire. We don't have to know all the details. And in fact, the magic is in the unknown. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I love what you're sharing. It's not necessarily about the things in your vision. It's about really getting clear on how you want to feel. I had Danielle Laporte on the show, and she's so big on that too. And I adore her and I adore you. So it makes sense that you guys are pretty much saying something similar in this regard. Um, I think one thing that I have noticed with myself is around money. Um, I'm not very motivated by money in my business, but when I decide we need more revenue or I make it happen. And it's so interesting because it feels like when you don't want to do something, it's like pushing a freaking river. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not going to move. So let's say there's something that someone really doesn't want to do, but it's going to give them a quantum leap, which often is the case, right? Like, I don't want to do this thing at work, but it's going to change my career and make me on track for this thing that's so important to me and so alive for me. Um, What are some tools or ways to shift that resistance and get more attuned to what you really want and um, become an energy match for it? So, you know, when we, when we feel like we're pushing like we have to push something and move really hard. We're creating matter to matter, which is like old Newtonian physics, which is most, which most people, how they know how to create. It's like, it's the masculine way of like, I'm going to go, I'm going to hustle, 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 and get this result. 
there's a different way. And it's way more like feminine energetics and men and women can implement both of these. Just like right now, we live in a world where most women are, are more tapped into their masculine energy than balanced energy. We all need both. And that's a whole different thing, which we're, I'm happy to talk about too. But basically, if you've got something that you're desiring and it's feeling like you have to push or you're feeling like there's a lot of resistance, it's like, what's another path to get there that feels in alignment, that feels easy, that feels expansive? And where can you give and take? Because if there's something that you know is going to give you a quantum leap, that you know it's going to get you the result, it's like you have to open up to being shown other other possibilities. And if it's all you know how to do and you know it's going to get you the, res the result, then maybe you just do it. And that's part of like, okay, this is going to be the masculine piece of what I'm going to do and I'm going to push and get this done. And then I'm going to lean back, receive. And now I'm going to consciously begin to create from a more feminine way where I draw things toward me from my energy instead of feeling like I have to go out and push, 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 push. And so it's like we have to find this balance of when do you need to show up and, and implement a little more of that pushing and when can you really lean back? And a lot of it is understanding your energy and understanding what signal you're creating, you're, you're, you know, you're shooting out of your head basically and attracting to you. And what are the desires on your heart? Mm, I love that. And I also feel like, um, you know, kind of looking at different possibilities. Sometimes when there's one thing we need to do, it's like a tunnel and all we see is the thing we need to do and the way it needs to be done. And we take ourselves into black and white thinking versus gray thinking where it's like possibilities exist. So we go from, you know, I have to, instead of how can I, how can mm -hmm. I do this thing in another way? Um, and I love the idea generation that happens with that, the creativity. Yes. I hate the expression. There's like so many ways to skin a cat. I'm like, who the fuck is skinning these cats? But um, I just love this idea of like, there are so many ways to do the same thing. And so sometimes it's, it could just be feedback to start visioning that piece, right? Like how would hundred percent? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So um, for the person who has maybe never manifested before, I know we talked on our last episode about manifesting love, manifestation in general. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know. Like one of the things I take a lot of pride in with myself is I'm pretty freaking happy. Like most of the time it's my default setting. I've got a lot of joy. I love um, that. Amazing. Yeah. Like that's like the, the sky for me is like joy. And then there's like clouds that kind of come through, of but they don't live there. Um, and I know that I got here through just like a lot of crying. I lost all my money at one point. My sister died like illness, like all sorts of weird shit. So like I don't want that for everyone. I know that it could be a rite of passage to just go through a lot of suffering and pain or at least pain. Um, what would be your feedback or your some of your favorite tools or resources? I know you have your book, Girl Awakening, Quantum Vibes. Is there anyone else? You talked about Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks. Um, what other resources or tools are you using or would you say would be like a quick win for someone who's like, I want to be the person that feels like their sky is sunny most of the time? And I kind of feel like if I'm being honest with myself, it's not. So what would be some ways for them to get started in making that shift? Yes. First of all, I wanted to say I'm sorry for all that you've been through. And, and thank you for, for really plugging into possibility and really shining your light because that's just brilliant and beautiful. And, you know, I want to touch on what you said about the pain because I do believe that we can wake up through inspiration or we can wake up through pain. And unfortunately, most of us, require some pain for the universe, for God, the divine to get our attention. And so it's like having conversations like this is such a beautiful way to say, huh, 
maybe I can make some shifts just through inspiration. And maybe I can make some shifts just through seeing possibilities. And I think that's really important. Now, if someone, you ask for like a quick fix, and I'm going to give you one, but I'm also going to say I don't love quick fixes. Yeah. Because it's a quick fix, can shift your mindset, it can get you out of the game. But the truth is, it's in order to be a true energetic match and to have integrity, it's a long-term game. Right. And I, what I mean by integrity is like, so many times we say little white lies and we think like it's not going to hurt anything. And what that does is it takes us out of integrity with our word. And so mm -hmm. it's putting up a subconscious program that what we say isn't true. And, you know, we're all taught these little white lies and people say them and do them all the time. And without thinking we're doing anything. I used to be the queen of little white lies because I just didn't. I was like, oh, better this than to actually hurt their feelings or better tell them this. And now I'm literally like, if I say it, it's true. And so I'm very careful about what I'm saying. And so you really want to start to look at is your word in integrity with what you desire? And mm -hmm. if it's not, that might be a reason that you're not feeling really well. You want to look at, if you want a quick fix, here, here are the quick fixes because I want to answer that part. So like to turn up your vibes, it's like start having a conversation of what is working out for me and start owning the mantra of everything is working out for me, even if I can't see it, even if it doesn't feel like it. Go outside, get barefoot, put your feet in the sand, put your feet on the grass, feel the sun on your face. And if it's not sunny, close your eyes and imagine the sun on your face. Turn on your favorite song, shake your booty, dance, like all of these things will quickly shift your energy, turn up your vibes fast. And it's going to work for a little while. And then you're going to go back to your default setting. And so that's why it's so beautiful that you said your default setting is happy because you've shown up, you've done the, the personal development work and you understand the process. And so for people that really want these tools, it's more of about understanding it's a way of life and a way of being. And it's not like, you know, if you want a healthy body, you don't just eat healthy for seven days and then expect like it's going to last. This is like a lifestyle shift. It's, it's, um, what will, what continues to inspire you? What continues to light you up? What are the things that make you feel excited and follow that? It's really that simple versus what did your parents tell you? What did society tell you? What is your job telling you? It's like you have to go into your unique heart, your unique soul blueprint and figure out what lights you up and follow the path. Mm, I love that so much. And what you're talking about with integrity is so huge. I actually just had a moment the other day speaking about how you and I just found love um, since our last episode, which is so cool to that you remember that my memory is like a goldfish. Like I'm so, <laughs> I can re-listen to my own podcast and be like, oh my God, that's such a great question. It's like, where did I like, it's almost like a different person on the podcast. But um, the other day I was, okay. So my partner, he was out of town. He was in New York for the week. I was at his place in Miami by myself. And he was so sweet. He's like, make yourself at home. You know, and I had my dog there who's like shedding left, right, and center all over his beautiful space. All of this said, I saw his journal sitting next to his um, nightstand. And I had this moment where I was like, well, I'm absolutely not going to read his journal. But the reason I'm not going to read it is because I'm not going to like myself if I read it because it's out of integrity for me to read it. 100%, I think what yeah. happens is it's like Lemony Snicket's unfortunate series of events where we do one thing that we don't like ourselves. And then it's kind of like a diet where it's like, fuck it. We just had the entire cake. We might as well have a Cinnabon too, which those are my favorite things. So, <laughs> but you know, it's like, um, we, we, it's those micro moments where we make decisions and it's like, are we going to like ourselves at night? And if we don't, it's kind of like, why not just keep putting trash in something that we treat as trash or we don't give that regard to. So 
Um, I love how you talked about shifting from like lying and what are these like tiny lies to being in integrity? Because to me, all I'm hearing is you want to like yourself and that helps your self-esteem. Because if you go to bed at night and you think you suck, why are you going to have confidence? Like, why are you going to feel worthy? Like, um, and so I guess my first question around that would be for people who, if they're really honest with themselves, they tell white lies, they exaggerate, they overspend, they, you know, in my case right now, I used to have such a clean diet and I'm eating like total shit right now. Like I'm going to a steakhouse tonight. God help me not order the cheeseburger. I'm like lactose intolerant, <laughs> probably going to shit myself after. So like, why would I do that? But anyway, point being, um, you know, why, why do people do things that, or why do they keep doing things, you know, that they are, you know, abandoning themselves and how can we get someone to start prioritizing that integrity and to get into that vibration? Um, what would that look like for someone if they're wanting to start reflecting and start really making lasting change around that? Well, first of all, you have to bring awareness. Most people that are telling little white lies or aren't in their aren't integrity with their word, they don't even realize they're doing it. You know, it's just become a habit. Could be the same with lifestyle, eating, body movement, any of that. It's like it just becomes a habit. It becomes a program. And so we have to bring awareness into what we're doing. And so like for the example of you said you haven't been eating clean, you're very aware of it. And so you're having a moment. Can you just give yourself some grace for having a moment? I mean, you're in great shape and you fell off the wagon for a little bit. It's holiday season, probably new year running into January. And so now you catch yourself and you're going to a steakhouse where you can order like the most yummiest filet and veggies and a glass of red wine and have a, a semi-healthy meal, you know? Yeah. And it's like you bring it into awareness for someone that is listening to this and they're like, oh my God, I told three white lies earlier today. A, it's like, okay, well, you didn't know. You didn't really know better. It wasn't in your awareness. It is now. And so you mm -hmm. stop it moving now. You can't go back. We can't change anything going back. But what we can change is moving forward. We can say, how can we make this year the best year? How can we make the next five years the best year? How can we make the next 10 years the best years? And in order to do that, you've got to come into full integrity with yourself. And you've got to begin to, to learn about this. I am honestly shocked. When I, when I realized how many people don't understand about basic energetics, about basic personal development practices, about things that to me feel like second nature, because this is my world. And I've been, been teaching this, you know, for the last, what, eight, nine years. And so I'm, I'm kind of shocked at how many people still don't understand these conversations, which was honestly kind of the inspiration behind quantum vibes is I wanted to create something that was tangible, that people could implement right away. And that they would understand that didn't feel like it was above their head and speaking a whole different language. Yeah. I love what you're sharing so much. And I also feel like, um, a lot of people, you know, like you're saying they have a, they get awareness, like maybe through this conversation, I saw this comedy skit that was really funny. He was basically talking about how, um, we are like so self-aware. The millennial generation is so self-aware that it's almost toxic because we're like, oh, you know, the reason I act like that is because my dad traumatized me. And and so that's why yeah. I did that. And it's like, dude, like awareness, part one, doing something about it, changing, part two. And so it's hard to change. Like it's, it's hard, right? It's so comfortable to follow the same neural pathways that are so nicely etched into our brain. Mm -hmm. um, how do we start to take the awareness and really connect to ourselves. Um, because I know that that involves a lot of pain sometimes. Like there's something painful about listening to this conversation and being like, I'm someone who lies. Like 
that's painful to own. I don't want to be someone who's a liar, right? So like these labels that people might give them. Um, what what do you have to say about kind of moving through that awareness and upping your energy? Because the awareness could feel pretty low vibe, right? Like, whoa, the possibility of not being a liar feels really high vibe. But the reality is I just told three <laughs> lies today and I'm a fucking liar and that feels horrible. So like, what can we say for everybody to feel a little bit better and bring them back into their humanity? Yeah. I mean, that's part of just knowing that the human process is an ebb and a flow. And this is, this is when you begin to alchemize with love and you look at what you're feeling and you look at the awareness and you have a choice. So it's, it's going to be hard to come out of it. It's going to be hard to sit in it and it's going to be hard to stay in it. Because like you said, it's like, Ooh, I'm a liar. Don't like that. Ooh, I'm shifting out of this and Ooh, that hurts. And then, Ooh, I have these other dreams, but they're not here yet. And that hurts. It's like, you have to be willing to sit in the fire of what you're feeling in order to come out of it on the other side. Now, how you can do that in a way, this is where you've really got to got to plug into the divinity that lives inside of you. And that can mean different things to different people. But we all have this beautiful, high, higher, wisest, truest self. And I think you and I talked about this briefly on our on the last um, our last conversation, but about who's driving the car. And if you can put in your highest beautiful self for women, I call it like more of your radiant goddess for men. It's like the warrior king, that version of you that is just from straight, pure source love. And if that version of you is driving, she'll know how to guide you. Mm -hmm. And if it's your ego, your doubt, your wounded child, your inner judge, something else is driving. You're going to you're going to spin your wheels over and over again, and it's going to hurt. I love this. And you know, I don't know why this is so present for me. Maybe it just kind of floated into my week, but I have a really good girlfriend who I love so much and she's a total yes girl. She's so much fun for everyone. Part of it is wounded. She says yes to everything. She's so busy. She's not connected to herself. Part of it's inspiring. She's always saying yes and having so much fun. Um, but she moves so fast that sometimes just like all of us, we miss things, right? And she was with somebody for three four years and she just found out he's living a double life. He impregnated Mm -hmm. someone else Mm. has been lying to her about his mom having an illness and using that as a way to hang out with the other women that he's seeing. She had no idea. And I'm telling you, I've gone on double dates with them. This guy was so sweet to be around. So fun to talk to. They seem so in love. Point being, I didn't suspect anything. I'm not in her relationship But clearly, I think when you're attuned to yourself, you can feel when something is off. And when we're off kilter, when our vibes are off, when we're not attuned to ourselves, when we're not in integrity with ourselves, it's hard to feel those little moments, those little whispers like we talked about where something's off that Mm -hmm. are really lifesavers, right? Like they save years of our lives. Um, And there's no such thing necessarily as a mistake or a waste of time, in my opinion. But I'm sure she would have loved to know about all of this cheating and lying and all that kind of stuff way before. So um, how would you recommend people start to kind of like, you know, you say on your website, activate your radiance, Mm -hmm. uh, connect with yourself, get out of the pain. Um, Yeah. What would be some, some directions that people listening could go? So when, when something like that happens, first of all, I'm so sorry for your friend and and what a horrible horrible story. Um, That is when it's so important to choose the path of the empowered creator and not of the helpless victim, because it would be very easy to drop right into victim mode in that scenario, because, you know, I mean, she was kind of a victim in a sense, and that's not going to get you out of any of that. 
And so it's like, we've got to learn to walk in the steps of the empowered creator, which means I got myself in this place somehow, some way. This happens for a reason. How can I make it for the highest and best good? And it's like, I found myself in this situation and what am I going to do with it? And so this goes for good things and bad things. It's like you have this thing for, for your friend. She has this situation and it's a massive wake up call, right? Because wow. So she's in a place where she can say, okay, what was my part in this? My part in this was maybe there was something in me telling me, but I wasn't still enough to listen. And I was busy being busy and saying yes to things that I shouldn't have. And I didn't get the chance to hear it. My part in this was maybe I did feel it, but I loved him so much that I didn't want to think it could be a thing. You know, my part in this is whatever it is for her. Then she's got to look at what am I going to be available for moving forward? And what boundaries am I going to set that I'm that are non-negotiable? And how can I embody this version of me that attracts a man that has everything that he had that I loved and Integrity, solid, dependable, integrity and faithful, you know, and so it's like, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of healing, a lot of different layers for her. And she's got to follow her unique soul blueprint, you know, her unique path to what that looks like. And people in that situation, when they're angry and rage, it's not going to help anything. It's like you've got to learn to process your emotions and plug into possibility and let it go. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we go, and I obviously want to ask you, is there something I haven't asked you that you would love to share? And, you know, just like if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice as it relates to your vibes, what would it be? If I could go back in time and give myself one piece of advice, it would, it would really be like, you can create anything. Matt. Magic is at your fingertips. Find the people that inspire you, that light you up, that help you open your heart and do whatever it takes to surround yourself with them often. Hmm. Don't settle and know that you can, your energy is more powerful than you can ever imagine once you learn how to utilize it. Mm, I love that. And where can everybody find you um, if they want to keep learning? Yes, definitely grab Quantum Vibes. You can get it anywhere they sell books. Come say hi to me on Instagram. I love interacting with people at Suzanne Adams, Inc. And obviously my website and I'm on Facebook, but I'm on Instagram way more. And if you read Quantum Vibes, it would mean so much to me if you put it on your Instagram story and tag me. I've loved seeing these little books all over the world and all over the US. And it's just makes my heart so happy. Yes. Yeah. Being a writer and seeing people read your work is such a good feeling. Um, Thanks again for coming on the show for a second round. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. How are you feeling? Do you feel like your vibes are turned up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you've got those good vibes. You're <laughs> contagious in the best way. So <laughs> good, I love good. you. Good. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. And thank you to everyone listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners. Thank you for checking out our sponsors. We always pick people and brands that we trust and we believe in. And just for listening to the show, writing your reviews on the Apple app, and just being willing to make your own U-turns. We'll see you next week. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. 
On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.